Hey, my name is Jamie Ward. I am a student at UNCW. I'm a senior elementary ed major graduating in December. Um, and my question is, how has some of your biggest difficulties in life or biggest challenges pushed you closer to God? And like, how did you remain faithful to him during those hard times? Welcome to Meet the Prof. Hi, I'm Shane Hartley, and my friend Spence Hackney and I, we take questions from college students, and then we interview Christian professors. And our mission is really simple. We want to encourage Christ-centered conversations between students and professors. So welcome, and whether you're a college student or you're someone who loves college students, uh, I'd like to just take a moment and say thank you so much for joining us. I feel deeply grateful that you're listening to us. And um, in this episode, uh, you're in for a treat. So we get to talk to Dr. Anka Roberto. And Anka is an associate professor of nursing at the University of North Carolina, Wilmington. Her research actually focuses on resilience after trauma. And she is a psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner. And today, I think you'll enjoy hearing Anka's journey to come into faith in Christ. Uh, she shares very vulnerably um, about her daughter being born with congenital heart defects, um, about their involvement in a school shooting and, and Anka's battle with cancer. So I think that you'll be encouraged also to hear just how naturally Anka talks with her students about Jesus. So, hey, before we get started, did you know that by clicking subscribe or follow, you can actually increase the amount of college students who can hear the podcast? And that's because podcasts, um, they recommend our podcast based on our followers and subscriptions. So um, if you like what you hear, would you please click on subscribe or follow to uh, help get the word out? And that's just a simple way to help encourage these Christ-centered conversations on the college campus. So without further ado, here's our interview with Anka Roberto. Anka, thank you so much for this time. Uh, Spence and I are so excited to get to meet you and um, get to interview you. So how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Great. Awesome. Happy to be here. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Well, well so uh, we got to uh, we've got to jump right in and uh, and ask you, um, Anka, when you were a college student, what's something that happened that you were embarrassed about? Knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> Jumping into the deep end. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is funny. Well, I have a funny story. I wasn't embarrassed about it until later in life. Um, and right now. <laughs> and right now, I remember um, I had this health promotion project I had to do as a nursing student, and I had to go around campus and interviewing college students about sexual transmitted diseases. <laughs> wow. And I thought it was, you know, so serious and I was so serious about it. And yeah. I would I asked this this the, the, this one line, this one sentence to every student. I had one of my friends that I interviewed and behind my back, I, it became the thing. The question that I was asking 
everyone kind of made a little song and dance about it. <laughs> so, oh, no. like, even like later on in life, they'd be like, oh, here comes Anka and she's going to ask you that question, that very awkward question. I had to raise awareness. So that's what I had to do right. with my job. It was my, it was the assignments I was given. Yep. She's a rule follower. So now you have to tell us the question. Like I'm, I'm in my mind trying to figure out what this question is. That's so embarrassing. And maybe so, sing the song that came with it. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I don't remember this song, but you know, I, I had to go around asking people if they knew about certain sexually transmitted diseases. Uh-huh. And one of them was chlamydia. And I just asked the question, what do you know about? Chlamydia, that kind of became like the, you know, the beginning question and then the second question. Here she comes. (laughs) She's going to ask that question. It's kind of funny that I'm talking about this with you guys right now. But that, (laughs) I remember it being a funny moment later on in in my older adult life when I actually went to a reunion and someone mentioned it. I'm like, oh my gosh, still? (laughs) I don't want to hear about it. I keep having that conjunction junction thing run through my head. What's your function? What's your function? Do you remember those? <laughs> like you could do one of those for this. Do you know what, what, what chlamydia is? No. I don't. Oh, wow. I see like an <laughs> online YouTube teaching opportunity here. You got a oh, song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so well, one of our favorite things with the podcast is where we get to dive into the lives of the professors and hear sort of what makes you tick. And um, as, a, as Christians and us interviewing Christian professors, uh, we uh, just, we love to hear some of your story of how God's been working in your life. So tell us some, yeah. how did you come to faith in Christ? And um, what was your faith like in college? Like, did it get stronger or weaker or what? So I was raised Roman Catholic up in the Northeast. Yeah. However, in Roman Catholicism, I just never developed a relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Just he was to me, he was like this king on a throne, and he was not accessible. Yeah. Um, I ended up going to a Jesuit university, yeah. and I love the campus. So went to the Jesuit university and found myself leaning into uh, just wanting to hear more about the Bible, and instead of having mass in the chapel on campus we had a jesuit priest who would have a sunday evening service a thursday evening service right in his apartment with the door open and there were like kids on the floor with their bible open and they're all just sitting around like in the living room and i was like what what are they doing it just to me was so mind blowing you can't do you can't do church in a in a room? What, what is going on? On the floor, yeah. especially. Yeah. Like people had their pajamas on. I'm like, yeah. what is going on? So I walked in to one of the, I think it was like a Thursday evening. Um, and I was like, I'm just going to chat. And I remember somebody was like, come on in, just come sit, take a seat. And I found, I love sitting on the floor and I just sat right on the floor. And it was my first, like, Oh, okay. Well, this is what a relationship with the Lord could look like. You know, I just, it was more intimate. It felt like, oh, this is where you can meet me. You can meet me here on the floor, you know? Yeah. And um, that was, I was a sophomore at the time. Uh, I was a really good student. I was very studious and I really wanted to, nursing was my calling. And it's really what now I know God put me in that place. But I think I was just kind of doing what I was supposed to be doing and really just following all the, I am a rule follower. I was following Mm -hmm. all the rules 
and doing all the things that I was supposed to do, but really kind of searching. I was so hungry. I was hungry for something and wanting a real direction. I had so many questions because so many bad things were happening in my work environment. You know, I just had these moments of like, well, if, if God's a good God, why would he let these bad things happen? You know, I was really at that place. Um, and then I met my husband, Matt, and he, he kind of opened this world up to me of like, oh, you can really do this without going to a physical place of worship. Um, like a, you know, chapel church kind of place. Um, anyway, so there's so much more. We then had a child. She was born prematurely with major congenital heart defects. She's had four open heart surgeries. Um, but through, through prayer and um, true, mir- like she's a miracle child. She should not be here. Right. Um, but God knew what he was doing in, in healing her. That's yeah. awesome. Hmm. It, it seems like those elements you describe of personal relationship with Christ, kind of word of God influence, and then just the Lord's graciousness and kind of confirming it with this miracle. That's a pretty strong set of influences. Yeah. Yeah. And so much more. So there's been a lot of forgiveness. Um, you know, our family survived the the Sandy Hook school shooting and my oldest was in school that day. And um, Wait a minute. You, your oldest was a student at Sandy Hook. Yeah. She was a wow. kindergartner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So we lit... Uh, if we didn't have Christ, we, I don't, just don't know where we would be right now. I mean, our family would yeah. have been, we wouldn't have been a family. We would have been separated and mm, yeah, the Lord yeah. really intervened in our marriage. Um, uh, yeah. And he's, he's healed some re- really big wounds, really big wounds. Um, and, and, and it has allowed us to recognize that we don't have to hold on to the guilt, the survivor's guilt, mm. which was a big thing for, for me yeah. particularly. Um, and really recognizing that it's okay to still live. Yeah. He wants, he wants us to, to live this beautiful life he's given us. So it feels freeing for me to be able to talk about my faith and to be able to have some really good dialogue, um, with students. Sounds like it's natural. You're sharing your own life with your students. Yeah. You know, I know people who like to throw verses at people. Uh-huh. I don't like, it doesn't feel good. Like, tell yeah. me a life story. Tell me how, how what you just read this morning in your devotional or in, you know, the chapter in the Bible that you're reading or the book of the Bible that you're reading yeah. that actually applied that, that to me yeah. is meaning. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I get all weird when people kind of Throw me a chapter and a verse. Yeah, Spence, he doesn't do that in friendships. He just throws books at me. <laughs> Big ones. <laughs> I'd rather have him throw Bible uh, verses at me. Yeah, Uncle, we've been talking to some students, and uh, we told the students that we're interviewing professors like this and uh, said, what do you want uh, us to ask these Christian professors? And so listen to this one question that was asked. Hey, my name is Jamie Ward. I am a student at UNCW. I'm a senior elementary ed major graduating in December. Um, and my question is, how has some of your biggest difficulties in life or biggest challenges pushed you closer to God? 
And like, how did you remain faithful to him during those hard times? My gosh. So I was diagnosed with breast cancer three years ago. Ooh. And this was one of those things, you know, when you get something happens and like, you're like, really, does it need to be another thing? And I just was at, I was like, really, God, why are you doing this to me? And I had a moment of like, he's not doing this to me, Anka. Like, I just talked myself out yeah. of it. Like, yeah. this is not of the Lord. Disease is not of the Lord. And I just kept praying into it of like, God, please build my faith, build my strength, just stay or, or just take this from me. I remember mm. that he's done that a lot. He's taken a lot from me away that I didn't want to hold myself. Mm. So the act of letting go has been huge for me of because I'm somewhat of a control freak, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> so I hear releasing, you. yeah, releasing it to the Lord was probably one of the hardest things I had to do. And I'll never forget. And it's interesting because my surgeon here in town was a believer. And when I met with him, for my pre-op consult, he prayed with my husband and I in the room. Hmm. And he didn't just pray for me, but he prayed for my husband to have the faith when my faith was lacking. So that Ooh. connection and that ability to know that I'm not alone in it because Jesus is there, but also my husband will pray for me and with me when I'm weak. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and, the cancer's gone. You know, they were able to remove all of it and it's, it's not, it's not coming back. I'm healed. Mm, right. So and, great. And so claiming that was really, really important for me. Um, and, you know, I remember the surgeon saying, wow, I mean, it was pretty extensive and he was shocked that it didn't, um, that it didn't move outside of the ducts. He's like the, the amount of cancer that was there, it, it had to have been the Lord that was just protecting ah, you know, your body. Um, mm. So I have seen him work miracles in more than one occasion mm. from a medical yeah. standpoint. And I'm, I know because I, you know, I, I have a, my, I have that science in my head, so I mm. know what can happen, but I also yeah. know that God is the best, most amazing doctor ever. What a great, great story. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. that you have yeah. overcome oh, cancer. Yeah. 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 Well, so as we get close to a closing, so we like to go through rapid fire questions and then we'll end with one final one. So uh, are you ready for some rapid fire? Sure. All right. So first one is what advice would you give your 18 year old self? Get out of his way. Get out of his way. Get out okay. of God's way. Let him, let him, let him take the reins. Your 18 year old self would probably have more questions there, but you don't have to answer that now. Okay. <laughs> Um, so the next one is, uh, so some Christian students think that the only way to glorify God really is to have a job like a pastor or to be a missionary. So, um, how, how would you disagree with that? How would you say anyone can bring glory to God through other jobs or careers? Oh, I think it's better when you have, <laughs> when you, when you do it through other careers, oh my God, like you get to do it. You don't have to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, you can be, yeah. you can be in a, you can be in a boardroom. You can be in a boardroom making a decision based on your prayer life because you've prayed your way into the boardroom and out. You can be somebody who's making a financial plan for somebody and choosing mm -hmm. wisely because God's guiding you. Mm -hmm. You can change people's lives because mm -hmm. you've had the conversation no one was willing to have because 
you know that God put that on your heart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's such vulnerability in being in the world, you know, yeah. to place yeah. a believer in the world and then have those conversations. That's yeah. why I never sent my kids to private school. I'm like, I'm going to bring, I'm going to let them bring the light to the school. Uh, why, why, why pull them out and put them in clusters together when the world needs believers? So let's, uh, that's why I work at a public university, you know, <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, okay. Uh, what advice would you give Christian professors about making a difference in their students' lives? Pay attention to the little things, get to know your students and you never know what kind of an impact you leave on your student. And be savvy with your signature line. <laughs> what do you do? On your email. I end with choose joy. So anytime somebody sees an uh, email from me, they see choose joy. You know, it strikes me that every professor we talk to has said, I want my students to come and talk to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, as a student, I didn't think that was the case. <laughs> And so if nothing else, yeah. I want to dispel that myth. Like, I think you yeah. want your students to come and have a conversation with you. That's great. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I and get and I get to know all my students very, very well. So they know. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they'll great. come to me when they have, you know, the real questions. That's great. Well, Anka, uh, for students who do not have you, so they can find out about you on meettheprof.com and even interact some. But what are the ways can they follow you and interact with you? I have a practice website, holistichealingpllc.com. Okay. That's my clinical practice website. And they can always email me at robertoa at untw.edu. It's great. Well, thank you so much for this time. This is great. UNCW is lucky to have you. Thanks for being a part of this community. Great, great talking to you guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview. And you can learn more as well as read about other Christian professors on our website, meettheprof.com. And you can search for professors by name or by state or even by college campus. And you can also find many helpful resources about questions that were in the interview and uh, other ways of answering tough questions at crew.org. And that's C-R-U dot O-R-G. And college students, if you would like to ask a question to a professor and potentially be on the show, this is how you do it. Follow us on Instagram. It's meet the prof official. And then upload us a video uh, by direct message where you say your name, your college campus, and what year you are, and then ask your question. And you can ask more than one question. And uh, hopefully then you can be featured on the show. And um, if you enjoyed this, would you please share this episode with a friend, um, someone you think it would be helpful to. And please don't forget to follow or subscribe to the podcast. And if you're listening to this, but you would like to watch the videos of these interviews, we record them all and we put them on YouTube. So you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Meet the Prof Official. And uh, we would love to meet you there. And lastly, if you would like to financially support our Faculty Commons ministry with Crew, you can do so online by going to give.crew.org forward slash zero So thank you for being with us. And until next time, we hope you feel encouraged to have a Christ-centered conversation on your college campus.